What's going on, everybody? Before we get started with this edition of Demo Radio, I want to invite you all to hit the notifications bell so that you can get the notifications whenever I go live or I upload a new video to the channel. As well as that, I want you to hit the like button so that, you know, I can get my videos liked and then I can spread through the YouTube algorithms and my message can get shared. And I also want you to subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, on Anchor Podcast or Google Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts if, you know, you uh, can't listen to the YouTube podcast so make sure that you're doing that all right and with that let's get started with the show start by simply saying that too often we're having a discussion in this nation about are you supporting the law enforcement community or are you supporting communities of color this is a false binary choice the answer to the question of which side do you support it's i support america and if you support america you support Restoring the confidence that communities of color have in institutions of authority. If you support America, that means you know that the overwhelming uh, number of officers in this nation want to do their job, go home to their family. It is not a binary choice. This legislation encompasses that spirit. It speaks to the fact that we believe that the overwhelming number of officers in this nation are good people working hard, trying to keep order in the communities. The fact that some people enjoy talking about systemic racism, the fact that some people want to define everything from a a racism, racist uh, perspective, and we don't spend time on the definition of a word, but we spend time on the definition of the problem and the definition of the solution, when there's an overlap of 70, 75%, when you start, you're in the right place. So I don't know how to tell people that the, the, the nation is not racist. I'll try again. We're not a racist country. We deal with racism because there's racism in the country. Both are mutually uh, true. So that's your Republican senator from South Carolina, black Republican senator, South Carolina, Tim Scott. Uh, this week, he re- he unveiled their new police reform bill. And as you can hear, he doesn't think that there's any systemic issues with the police. He thinks that there's more. There's, there's a lot that we could do to bring these two communities together. And my thing is, we as Americans, people, especially my people out, south, out in South Carolina, I've lived in South Carolina for a bit. So, you know, but especially my people out in South Carolina. We've got to do better at electing competent officials. This man is a state is a is a is a is a senator, but he has a he has an ignorant. He doesn't understand history. He you heard him say with his own words that this country is not a racist country, and with that premise and that all and you also heard him say that all he believes that the that the majority of officers want to do their job and make it home. So once again, he's still giving cops of the benefit of the doubt. This is this is why police reform is a farce because these politicians come with preconceived notions of what they think the issue is. He said, and if you notice too, I want to, I want to point out that if you watch the video live, as I did, when you in the system of white supremacy, what you have a lot of times is if there's an issue, a black quote unquote, a black issue, what they do is they always trot out the black person to speak to the black people. I talked about it in my um, episode where I talked about Mike Tomlin standing up for Mason Rudolph. If a black person says there is no racism, that allows white society to say, ah, 
we get it. See, there's a black guy saying there's no racism, so there cannot be racism because the logic of what most white supremacists in this country and people who think like white supremacists is, if a black person denies racism, then there is no racism because no black person would deny racism. Tim Scott is a coon puppet for the GOP. Nobody else except for I think Mitch McConnell got up and spoke a little bit, but he's a coward. He doesn't want to change anything. Mitch McConnell is the senator from Kentucky, and we all know what's going down in Kentucky with uh, 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 Breonna Taylor and the rest of people. I got homies from Louisville that told me the cops have been punching him in the face since they were eight years old. So there is a systemic issue. There is a racism issue. I don't know if Tim Scott and Mitch McConnell opened a history book ever in their lives, but this country was founded on racism. This country is a racist nation, and we don't need to separate the two because when we do that, we lose all hope for justice. Now, I want to say this police reform is a farce as you could tell the people bringing it to us want to keep us quiet they want to keep us believing that things are changing even though they're not they passing all these bills trump signing an executive order the gop's passing bills um 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 georgia is trying to pass bills everybody's trying to pass police reform but it has no teeth in it new york passed the eric gardner law last week and today a brother got choked out unconscious by the police this is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm, I want people to get this through their minds that police brutality, police brutality is not going to end with legislation. I spoke at a, like a community gathering down here in Tallahassee this week. And, I, and, 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 and similar to Tim Scott, similar to Mitch McConnell, similar to Keisha Bottom, similar to a lot of people in power, politicians in power. There's a lot of people there. They were addressing the issues. People were getting emotional, but nobody wanted to speak to what a real solution is. Number one, they didn't want to talk about what the issue was. A lot of people were saying culture. The issue was the police culture. And a lot of people were saying we need reform. My thing is, and when I got up and got my chance to speak, I said two words that nobody wants to say. One, the issue is not a police culture. The issue is white supremacy. The FBI did a study, not a study, they released a report in like 2006, 2007, where they said law enforcement has been infiltrated by white supremacist elements from the top to the bottom. Every level of law law enforcement has been infiltrated. Now, the FBI didn't do anything about it with this knowledge, but they notified people. So when Tim Scott and other people, other politicians, maybe your local politicians in your city, wherever you live at, are looking you in the face and telling you that there's no racism, the issue isn't systemic, they're lying to you, they just don't, they the police protect white property, that's what it is, against black people, don't get it twisted, yes, they add Latinos in there a little bit when it suits them, but mainly the police are for against black people, because unlike the Latino community, Asian community, everywhere else, we represent a political problem, we don't want to see America keep going as it is now. We want to change it for the better, totally change it, strip it down and bring it back up. And people like Tim Scott, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and the rest of them in the, in the GOP and the Democrats too, because Joe Biden, who every, everybody's trying to uh, say that he has a lot of black support. Samoa Sanders out here came before he's com- not committed to defunding the police. Nobody wants to do anything about it, but we will. So the point I want to make here is that police, the, 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 the police, Reform, when they're passing out a bill, if it's talking about banning chokeholds, it's a no-go. If it's talking about databases, it's a no-go. Because if it's talking about anything except punishing a cop for killing an unarmed black person, then we are not going to get the changes that we want. 
I told you I was just I was at a community speak a community meeting. Uh, the city commissioners got together with a few citizens. It wasn't that many of us there, but there were enough. And people were getting their minute to speak and speak. And one brother got up and he was speaking about how we need to understand the police perspective and we need to understand. He was saying that he's a psychology major, and I'm not a psychology major, but I have taken the psychology class. I have a psychology book. I read it. And one thing about psychology is you have positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement when the Legislative body in whatever state or the nation get together and they say when a police officer kills somebody, chokes them to death, puts their knee on them to death, run up in a house, no knock warrant blasting. Their issue is they want to do positive reinforcement. They say, you know what the issue is? The issue is training. Let's give the police more money so they can get more weapons and come back and still attack the people. What they don't what, what they don't want is negative reinforcement. Which is punishment. Punishment is a form of negative reinforcement. It's to, it's to correct a behavior. People know this when it comes to children, but for some reason when it comes to cops, nobody wants to, wants, wants to acknowledge that punishment is one of the tried and true ways, not the only way, but one of the tried and true ways that you correct behavior. And if generation after generation, decade after decade, century after century, black people are still complaining, and not just black people, but mainly predominantly black people are still complaining about police brutality, the answer is punishment. So, Tim Scott can miss me and anybody else talking this reform and we just want to bring communities of color. First of all, they're not even, they're too scared to say black because it's intimidating. Black people don't want peace with the cops. We don't want to come together with the cops. We want the cops to stop shooting us, our, our women and men and children down in the streets without due cause, without due process. I'm sorry. So nothing else would do Mr. Tim Scott or anybody else who's trying to feed us this police reform um, um, sleeping pill. And that's exactly what it is. And furthermore, on the on, on the idea of punishment, I served in the I served in the United States Air Force for eight years. And you know, one thing that they do in the military, when one person gets out of line to build a camaraderie, a team type of environment so that you speak up and correct your fellow wingman or soldier or battle buddy, whatever your branch of service is, if you served, they punish one. They punish all for the actions of one. That's what they do. When I was in the military. When I was, especially when I was in basic training, if somebody did something, we all got punished. When I was over in Japan, some reservist dudes, they weren't even active duty. They came to Okinawa for some training and they raped a 12 year old. It was white dudes, by the way. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd be remiss if I let that little detail go. But they raped a 12 year old Okinawan girl. You can look it up. It's on the Internet for yourself. This happened. They raped a 12 year old Okinawan girl. You know what the DOD did? You know what PACAF Pacific Air Force did? They put us all on a curfew because there was because it was because they rep, the United States was being represented on foreign soil. And in, in order to keep the relationship with the people, the Japanese people, the, the, the Korean people everywhere, they decided that it was best that we all go on a curfew. Now, I didn't rape anybody. Neither of my homeboys that I know did anything were, were nowhere involved with this. But because we wore the same uniform or were affiliated with the same institution as the people who did, we all had to suffer the consequences. This is something that is tried and true in the military. It works. It works. It gets people to speak up. It gets people to take accountability for not only um, it, take, it gets people to take accountability for not being bystanders, for not just letting stuff go down and, and just being like, well, I didn't know what I could do about it. So when they try to act like they can't punish a cop or all cops to a certain degree, they can't make a blanket saying like, yo, if you guys do this, this will be the punishment. That's a lie. They're choosing not to punish the police because they believe that, and they're never ever white supremacy is never, ever going to say this, but it is written 
not written, but you can read between the lines when you watch news, when you listen to Tim Scott, when you listen to Mitch McConnell, when you listen to Donald Trump, when you listen to whoever, name a politician. That's not talking about defunding and abolishing the police. When you listen to them talk, the police are for them, especially a white politician especially the average white citizen, they feel safe because of the police. We feel threatened because of the police. The police are the law enforcement arm of white supremacy. They try to make it seem like white supremacy just went somewhere. Tim Scott would have you believe that, you know, the country was founded upon genocide and racism and slavery and exploitation. But somehow along the way, we rectified that. Tim Scott is full of shit. And it's very disrespectful for this black man. And first of all, it's very disrespectful of the white supremacists to put this black man out there to try to calm us down as if we're just going to see his skin and hear his words say, oh, you know what? Tim Scott's right. Ain't no racism because Tim Scott said so. As if we don't live it. Tim Scott said he got pulled over seven years, seven times in one year. You think that's you think that happens to Mitch McConnell? You think that happens to Lindsey Graham? You think that happens to Nancy Pelosi? You think that happens to anybody? Donald Trump? You think Donald Trump ever been pulled over seven times in one year by the police? But yet, at the same token, he wants to, he said, why well, he's driving while black. Now, if there's no racism in the country, how can you be driving while black? That's not even a concept that should be logical or even make sense. If there's no racism in the country, if we just deal with it because there are racists in the country. No, law enforcement as an institution has been infiltrated by white supremacy. So what that means, black people, is we need to protect ourselves. There was a drive-by shooting in Georgia this past week. You know, there's another shooting in it. There was like two shootings in Atlanta. The white supremacists are on the move. Brothers is getting lynched everywhere. Police officers aren't doing anything about it. They're not doing anything to stop it. You got cops on Twitter, on TikTok, and on different social media um, platforms challenging citizens to fights because we don't like the fact that they're brutalizing us. So their their response to that is, hey, man, maybe we should stop brutalizing these people. No, his, their response is to post their little videos and talk about, hey, man, if y'all don't like it, you know what I'm saying, we can square off. Okay, well, fair enough. But put your badge and gun down, buddy, so that when we DP, when we drop you, then you know what's up. Because these, and listen, anyway, back to the topic. Tim Scott will have us believe that the issue that we're dealing with is not systemic. And like I said before, don't get it twisted. Don't let it get lost upon you that they put a black face out to talk to you. Similarly, this week, um, the murder of Rashad Brooks, they had a police chief, Alonzo Williams. They had him come out this week and another black sheriff from a county not even aff- affiliated with Fulton County where the shooting happened. They had him somewhere talking about that police, that, that shooting was justified and he grabbed the officer's taser and, 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 and I'm, you know, CNN, they, they're normally full of crap, but shout out to, I forget her name. She was on CNN, but she brought up to the point, well, when he was close up to him and he was fighting him, the officer reached for a taser. But when the brother ran away, he pulled out a gun. So what's the difference? It, I, like I said, I've even said the same point. It would make more sense to me. I'm not saying I excuse it, but it would make more sense to me had the officer pulled out the gun and shot him when they were up close tussling. Because then you could have me, even me, believe that, hey, man, maybe he was scared for his life, even though I wouldn't believe it. But you would cast a doubt, a, a speck of doubt in my mind that, hey, man, maybe he did honestly feel for his life because they tussle on the ground he don't know necessarily what's going to happen and that's that but that's not what happened and another thing about that case the, the the Rashard Brooks case that nobody's talking about not Tim Scott not anybody on your news well not, not I'm not gonna say not anybody but not not the politicians they're not addressing it with the level of respect and and and, and sensitivity and urgency that they need to they're just trying to put us back to sleep nobody wants to talk about the fact that when when you watch that video of Rashard Brooks getting arrested the cop makes him blow into the into the breathalyzer and the cop never says what he blew the cop never says hey man you know the legal limit is 0.8 
0.08 and you're 0.10 and you know I'm gonna have to take you down. He never says that. He just looks at the breathalyzer and he says, well, I think you've had too much to drink. He doesn't say I'm, I'm detaining you because you blow this, this and this. So while Tim Scott and everybody's trying to make it seem like these officers just want to do their job, the, the facts do not bear out. The fact in New York today didn't bear out. Well, like I said, the Eric Garner bill got passed last week and a cop is chokeholding somebody today. The, the, the Rashard Brooks doesn't hold up because the cop didn't even tell him why he was arresting. Yes, he knew why he was being, you know, um, stopped and questioned because he fell asleep and this and that. But when, after he blew into the breathalyzer, the cop never told him what he blew. He never told him what he blew. And if you don't believe me, go back and watch the video. The cop never, ever, ever tells Rashard Brooks, you are over the legal alcohol limit. The blood alcohol content, I'm sorry. You are over the legal, the BAC for you is, is over the legal limit. We have to detain you. He never said that. He never, never, ever said that. So what are we supposed to believe as black citizens who sit down and see this shit happening year after year, day, well, month after month, really, brothers getting gunned down and a cop so blatantly not follow his own protocol? And then kick the man while he was dying. Like, yo, so I'm saying all this to say, don't be fooled. And I don't believe anybody's being fooled at this point. I'm loving what's going on in the country because people are not buying this shit. The Tim Scotts, the, the, the giving you the word salad and trying to tell you that everything is fine. When you living in your community, you're living in Tallahassee or San Antonio or wherever you live. And the police, you're, you're seeing the news and you're dealing with it on your, and Tim Scott is getting on TV telling you, no, well, that's not what it is. We're not a racist country. We just have racism in the country. That's semantics. That's semantics. Of course, in a racist country, you would have uh, racism in the country. Number one, America is a racist country. The Constitution is a racist document. The police are a racist institution. Damn near every institution in this country is racist and set up to destroy the black the black man unless he goes on and acts like Tim Scott opens his booty hole up and says how everything is fine black people nothing to see here yeah we know you guys are getting killed in the streets at alarming rates and you guys aren't getting justice but nothing's wrong these officers they just want to do their job you know what I mean let's not make let's not make life hard on the officers you know what I mean they're the ones with the badge and the gun and the law on their side you know let's not make life more difficult for them you know you're a working class dude probably you know what I'm saying whatever's going on in your life but you know the cops let's always talk about their perspective Nobody wants to talk about the citizen's perspective. Everything Tim Scott said in that video, and you could go watch it on YouTube yourself. Tim Scott talks about bringing the community together, but he never talks about the community's feelings. He says that, yeah, everybody wants to frame anything, basically saying that us, the citizens, framing it as a systematic, um, um, a systematic racist situation is wrong. But Tim Scott is right when he's telling us what he tells us. We're the ones living it. We're the ones on the other side of the police gun. Not saying he hasn't been on the other side of the police gun. But like I've told you, there's two types of black people in America. There's the type that, I mean, there's um, every black person in America understands racism. But there's two types. There's the ones that's going to do something about it. And the ones that's going to go back to picking cotton. Tim Scott is obviously going back to picking cotton. And selling the white supremacist soap. Selling the white supremacist lie that police are just fine. They're good people. Hey, man, it's just misunderstandings. They just want to make it home just like you do. No bullshit. No bullshit. No bullshit. The cops are a white supremacist institution and they need to be dealt with from that manner. So you could come out here, Trump. You could come out here, GOP. You could come out here, Joe Biden. Y'all can all say your little platitudes and your words about how good the cops cops are. The cops down here are in Tallahassee are marching with the people. Miss me with all that. We know that after all this is done, that's all they want. They just want this to calm down. They want everybody's animosity levels toward the police to calm down. Bring it down. And guess what's going to happen, y'all? Black people are going to start getting killed again. Black people are going to start getting choked out by the cops again no matter how many times they ban the choco you always gonna see a video of a brother getting strangled out by the cops because this is the moment fuck tim scott and fuck anybody trying to tell you that this isn't the real issue 
Stay on your grind. Stay on your ten toes. Whatever you're doing in your local municipality, your local city, to push and get the police defunded or abolished. I don't know where you live at. I don't know what you're doing. But keep going. Because white supremacy does not want, they want to make it go away. They just want it to go away. They're going to keep giving us platitudes. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if Donald Trump signed three more executive orders or Tim Scott and him or whatever happens in your local city. I'm not surprised if they just keep signing bills to get us to shut up, but we're not going to shut up. So keep going to your community meetings. Keep going to your protests if they're protesting in your city in a real protest way, not collaborating with the police. Do keep your foot on the pedal. Keep your pedal to the metal because they want this to go away. And remember, everybody can be punished. All cops can be punished for the actions of one cop. As a military veteran, and I'm sure you ask any military veteran that that ever lived with, they will tell you that's how the military brings cohesiveness. That's how the military is. That's how they ensure law and order within the military. If everybody's checking one another, then everybody's going to be in line. If everybody has a wingman telling them, hey, man, I don't think you should do that, then you're, more, you're less likely to do that. I'm not saying that the cops are going to do that, but my point is, if we punish the police, they will look around and say, well, damn, this ain't what it used to be. You have cops literally walking out all over the country. Now, Tim Scott, Donald Trump, and, and the like want, would like us to believe that these men don't want to hurt us. They just want to do their jobs and go home. Well, if that was the case, then they shouldn't have a problem with us saying, listen, defund the police because at the end of the day, y'all are hurting us. It's not one death of, of an innocent person or unarmed person when it could have been avoided. It's too many. We have a, we should have a zero tolerance for this sort of thing. If the person is not engaged in some like attack on a cop with a lethal weapon, engaging the cop, coming towards the cop with a weapon that you that, that we could that the cop can be like, oh, OK, then there's no excuse. Rashad Brooks was running away. Tamir Rice was playing with a gun. He got, got a drive-by pulled on him. Like, these things cannot happen. These things cannot happen. And we don't let them rock you to sleep by telling you we're not a racist country. And the police, they just want to do their job. Listen, man, the police are scared of the citizens. The police are, by and large, punks. There's some few. There's probably a few real ones. But by and large, they're punks. And they hide behind the badge. They hide behind the benefit of the doubt that the white supremacist, the average white supremacist citizen gives to them. And anytime you try to hold them accountability, they just quit. They just quit. In Atlanta, they walked out, called in. Allegedly, they had the blue flu. They didn't want to show up for duty because the citizens said, hey, stop killing us. And the cops said, you know what? Fuck that. If we can't shoot them down when we feel like deem is necessary without checks and balances and accountability, then we just ain't going to work. And I say, good riddance. We don't need you. Never did. The streets police themselves anyway. All you do is react to crime. You never prevent crime. So, Take your badge, leave it on your desk, walk out, and don't come back. That's my that's my sentiments on that. And I would be remiss if I didn't bring up Mr. Joe Biden again. I want to keep the focus on Joe Biden, black people, because he is going to do the same things that Donald Trump's going to do in office. See, a lot of people are getting riled up because Trump is saying MS-13, he calls Mexicans rapists. You know, he's, he's giving the Latinos the business right now. I'm not going to lie. And for maybe for some of the Latino community, maybe maybe Joe Biden wouldn't do that for them. But ultimately, Joe Biden is going to deport people. Um, he's going to continue to do the same things. He's never he's not committing to defunding the police. He already said, you know, that's that's just too extreme, which means that's the right thing to do when it's too extreme. That means it's the right thing to do. Keep that in mind when people are telling you that you're too extreme, that's the right thing to do. And so we remember now, Joe Biden thinks he's going to waltz in. Joe Biden thinks that he has a has a highway 
to, to, to election right now because he thinks Donald Trump supporters are up against the wall. He's seeing this opportunity. He's seeing black people come rise up. He's seeing some whites, you know, rise up along with it to try to correct the policing system. And he thinks this is him. He thinks this is his opportunity. And he's sadly mistaken. He's sadly mistaken because you don't have black support. Our old grandparents don't count. The young black vote ain't turning out for, for you in any kind of numbers. That's going to get you into the White House, bro. And I, wouldn't, I just want to make, I just want to keep everybody focused on that too. While we're fighting the battle against police, and that's an ongoing battle, we still have this election. And don't vote for Joe Biden because Joe Biden and Donald Trump are literally the same person. Literally. Except I would, I would say this. Joe Biden's a little bit more damning because like as, of, as Donald Trump was saying last night at his um, speech, Joe Biden's been in Congress for damn near 50 years, 50 years, black people. And we know what he did with the crime bill and people trying to, you know, there's some black coons under there's some coons under there that's trying to slip that under the bill. Well, yeah, he did the crime bill, but we just can't have Trump in office. Listen, six of one, half a dozen the other. Biden and Trump are the exact same on the, on the scale, the justice scale. Joe Biden wrote the crime bill. Donald Trump speaks red, did the Central Park Five. It's no different. It's literally no different. So keep your focus on all these things at all times. Make sure you got your head on a swivel. If you don't carry, make sure that you carry black people because it's real out here for us right now and we need to be vigilant. Don't be afraid. If you are afraid, use the fear to, to propel you forward because at the end of the day, this is our fight. Like I said, like I said a couple weeks ago in one of my last episodes, this is our time. This is our moment. And I'm sad to say that if we don't get it right this time, I don't know if we'll have another time. So we can't get relaxed. We can't go back to the status quo because the status quo has never, ever, ever served us. It served white supremacy and those that agree with white supremacy, like the Tim Scotts and, you know, other folks like that. The Angela Rise and the Keisha Bottoms. Yes, I'm calling Keisha Bottoms a white supremacist, a white supremacy collaborator because she is. She is. And and, And listen, I understand what's going on in Atlanta right now. Before I get up out here, I want to say that I understand that she fired the police chief and all that, and that's all fine and dandy. But when it, but but Keisha Bottoms is trying to get to the White House. She's trying to get to D.C. Don't let nobody fool you. Or don't let her fool you with that. She's a white supremacy collaborator. Her city turned up, got hot. She felt, and I'm and I'm just you know giving you my my thoughts hyper, hyperbole. Obviously, I can't know, but this is what I think. Her city turned up. She tried to tell people to calm down. It didn't work. Another cop got out of pocket again, and she knew she had to react. Because if her city turned up when it wasn't on her front door, the damn sure go turn up when it is on their front door. And she reacted. As she should have. She reacted. But don't get don't think Keisha Bottoms is your friend, black people in Atlanta, because she ain't. So keep your eye on the ball. Stay focused. We in a war. It's going down. We're losing our own on, on, on every day. Somebody's another black person getting shot or beat down or hung from a tree. So we got to stay focused. Stay vigilant. Because we have a fight to win here. Because this is a fight for survival. And like Jason Black always says, our survival is not up for debate. It's not up for debate. Tim Scott trying to come out here and give us platitudes saying that, you know, people say racism, but we don't know the definition of the word. Well, I would, ask, I would like to ask Tim, Squat, Tim Scott a question about this. Since he likes to talk about you know, people like to talk about racism, but they don't like to define it and yada, yada. So my thing to Tim Scott is define, define the, the word reform, Tim Scott. When somebody's killing you, when somebody has a white supremacist ideology, which is by definition anti-black. Tell me, Tim Scott, how do you reform that? Oh, that's right. You can't. You can't. You can't. So thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Demo Radio podcast 
Make sure that you are, if you're not going to be subscribing here on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on Anchor. I'm, I'm available on seven platforms, Google, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you get your podcast, you can find my podcast. I'm also here on YouTube. Like I said before, those of you that haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the notifications bell so that you can get video, you can get, um, updates when I, when I go live or when I upload a new video. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for your support. Stay focused. Keep your eye on the goal. The goal is abolishing the police, defunding the police. The police that our children, the world that our children come up in, can't have a Gestapo police force cruising the streets ready to hop out and blast. That cannot happen. So keep your eye on the ball, black people. And I'll talk to you next time. Peace.